Hi, Mike Douglas here with the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV and on behalf of Advancing Vibrant Communities. We have the privilege today of visiting with Dr. Mitch Glaser. He's the president of Chosen People Ministries. We want to gain his insights into the current battles in and against Israel. Dr. Mitch Glaser, our guest, Chosen People Ministries. And as we get going, uh, this ministry is, what, 129 years old, right? You got it. We are. We are. I'm not the founder, though, Mike, just so you know. No, you're way too young for that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> let's uh, let's take a look at where Israel is right now. Let's take maybe a 36,000-foot uh, viewpoint on it. Where where Israel is as a state and, and a people in the context of of this war, there there are they are just beset on all sides. Can you give us from your perspective where Israel is and and the major challenges we're looking at right now? Sure. Just so you know, I'm I'm a uh, Messianic Jew, so I'm a Jewish believer in Jesus, and I was raised to love Israel. I was raised as a Zionist. When I became a believer in Jesus, I became more of a Zionist because I became more familiar and more devoted to the God of the Bible and to the Bible itself. And and so I have a, you know, just so people know that I'm, I'm not exactly coming to this whole discussion without incredible bias. I really I really am. And I fully admit it. Uh, so Israel, Israel uh, always had a presence in the land ever since God called Abraham to the land of Israel, but there've been various dispersions all the way through the centuries. The, one of the worst ones was 70 AD, and then another one in 132 AD. And then, the, so there was always a Jewish presence in the land, but we were thrown out of the land. We never left of our own court. And then of course, um, you had, you microwave it all the way up to pass the first world war, pass the Holocaust to 1948, when the modern state of Israel was declared a nation. Very complicated uh, issue, very uh, complicated when it came to forging uh, boundaries and so on. Uh, By the biblical boundaries, Israel still doesn't have all the land that was promised by God to the Jewish people. Now, Gaza is mentioned a number of times. It's was the ancestral home of the uh, Philippines, the Philistines. And uh, that's not the first time I made that mistake, of the Philistines. And so it is, um, in the Bible, it's it's noted as part of the land of Israel. And uh, after 1948, when uh, there was tremendous attacks against Israel based upon their becoming uh, a modern state by uh, various Arab countries, uh, the, the quote-unquote Palestinians were themselves divided up, and probably um, more than half were probably ended up in Jordan, some in Gaza, some on the West Bank, as we call it, and uh, in other places. And so there's always been this struggle ever since the formation of the modern state of Israel. Things got really, really bad on October 7th. Uh, they've always been tough, and there's been various what we call intifadas. Uh, which are revolts. But what really got bad was when uh, Hamas uh, took over uh, the West Bank, which was a number of years ago. And then Hamas staged attacks 
on October 7th, killed 1,400 innocent Israelis and uh, kidnapped over 200. There are still almost 4,000 Israelis that are injured. And there were barbaric acts of the most heinous nature, whereby, well, uh, old and young uh, were not only uh, murdered, but they were tortured. And I, I don't think we need to go into depth on this. And uh, then the next step, of course, is always going to be retaliation and uh, seeking justice. And that's what we are now in the middle of, uh, Mike. We are now in the process of watching the Israelis um, retaliate uh, for these terrible things that were done. The Israelis are precision. Uh, it's, it's a precision-oriented precision army and particularly an air force. And so for if the Israelis are going to bomb something, they're going to hit it. And if they don't want to bomb it, they're not going to hit it. Uh, these We're not talking about the unguided missiles that come from Gaza. They are very dangerous because you never know where they're going to go. But the Israeli Air Force, when they release a bomb, it, go, it goes to where they want it to go. And it certainly wasn't sent uh, onto a hospital. It's not being sent these bombs to directly strike uh, individuals and non-combatants. Israel has the goal of disarming and deconstructing Hamas because Hamas did what they did and they are a hostile terrorist organization that really needs to be stopped. I began by saying, Mike, I'm not exactly neutral. And so that's, that's the way I view where we are today. You mentioned the the rocket that hit there uh, at the location of the hospital. Many of our listeners, Mitch, ask over and over again, not, not just regarding uh, Israel, but in general, but let's be specific about what's happening right now in the Middle East. Where can people go to get accurate information? The, the mass media has has uh, put spins on things over the past two and a half weeks or so. Uh, do you have any suggestions for our listeners on where they can go to get sure. accurate information? Well, Mike, except for your program, I would say that most media news and things like that is entertainment. Okay. And so <laughs> it's really, <laughs> it's really difficult. It's really difficult. You know, Pilot said what is truth. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's not easy to find the truth. What I would suggest is that people are balanced. Number one, they should go to our website, chosenpeople.com, because we're putting out daily uh, updates from our, we have 30 staff members in Israel, daily updates from what's happening on the, on, not on the bad side, but on sort of on the good, good side of the bad side, where we're doing relief, we're helping families, we're dealing with relocation issues and uh, providing food and other things. And I think that people would, if you want to get the really the human story, you need a source like Chosen People or you need another source so that you can get the human element of what's going on. Other than that, I would say Ynet. Ynet is an Israeli, uh, not bad, uh, neutral uh, source. Haaretz is also another source. That's a, a uh, Israeli newspaper that is probably more against the government of Netanyahu than for it. 
but they tend to be pretty, pretty balanced. And then uh, I would suggest that every once in a while you pick up Al Jazeera, which is the uh, pan-Arab uh, uh, publication online. I find them to be a little, they'll be surprisingly neutral when you read them. They do have their spin, just like I do. But, but Al Jazeera is pretty good. I think it's not bad. And uh, so those are some sources that I would suggest. Uh, that's an incredible, incredible litany there. Thank you uh, for that. Again, we're visiting with uh, Dr. Mitch Glaser. He is the president of Chosen People Ministries. Again, the website is chosenpeople.com, chosenpeople.com. Mitch, I I was born oh, about 10 years after World War II, like a lot of baby boomers, and I've seen anti-Semitism in, in various uh, forms and highs and lows. And, and you're, you're welcome to correct me on this. I don't know that I have ever seen such a crescendo of anti-Semitism than we're seeing today. Are, are you seeing that as well? Yes, of course, Mike, we are. And there are a number of types of anti-Semitism. And let me just break it down with Western and and Middle Eastern anti-Semitism, because that's where it's really uh, raging. Uh, there's a little bit of South America, not much in Scandinavia, you know, and but it's really raging in the West and it's raging in the Middle East. Uh, but it's a similar kind of anti-Semitism. Basically, Jewish people are stereotyped. Jewish people are, uh, it's all the old tropes of anti-Semitism taking over the world, Jewish people have all the money. Uh, Jewish people um, are only concerned about themselves. And <clears throat> when it comes to the Middle East, it's got a, it basically has a spin. Jewish people are oppressing the Palestinians and uh, Jewish people are terrible. And then the in the West, we have some of the typical uh, tropes that are similar, but there's a lot of sympathy for Palestinians on uh, a number of different sides of the fence. And uh, therefore you have, a, when, when people say free Palestine, what they're really saying is the Jews are bad, Israel's bad, free Palestine. Now, in my experience, I'm not saying that I have all the experience in the world. I've been to Israel probably a hundred plus times. And so I've spent a lot of time there. Um, we used to bring in youth programs and used to uh, meet with Pal Palestinian and uh, Arab, uh, various kinds of Arab uh, people and mostly Christians and used to have great uh, relationships with them. And uh, I think that we're in the process of doing a building program in Israel right now. Mm -hmm. And we, we had to stop work because we have no Palestinians to work on the building. And so to say that Palestinians don't have jobs because Israel's terrible, or Palestinians uh, don't get to go to college, which they do. Many, many Israelis have gone to college with Palestinians and Palestinians with Israelis. Uh, I really see over the last 20 years, 25 years, that this whole uh, Palestinian, Middle, Middle Eastern, Arab-oriented, uh, anti-Semitism that's been mixed with anti uh, people feeling that 
the Israelis are anti-Palestinian, but this anti-Israelism merged with anti-Jewishism because they're really oftentimes uh, one and the same. I think it's been basically, the banner for that's been carried by uh, various extremists within the Muslim community. I don't see any difference between Hamas, uh, ISIS, um, the Egyptian Brotherhood, uh, and a lot of these are fostered and supported by Iran, which is true. Iran admits it. And so uh, they view them, and we're talking about Hezbollah in uh, Lebanon as well, and uh, Islamic Jihad, which some people are beginning to read about because they were the ones who may have fired that unguided missile that struck the hospital. And so it's it's a common thread through all of these uh, people that they dehumanize actually the Jewish people and uh, claim that Israel is all wrong and all bad when the average Palestinian knows that's not true because the average Palestinian uh, gets a decent wage, gets to go to college, they get to do all sorts of things. The comparison between uh, the state of the Palestinians and apartheid is ridiculous. I was in South Africa two or three times in the middle of apartheid, and uh, I've never seen a different drinking fountain um, or a, uh, a sign that says uh, no Palestinians allowed anywhere in Israel. And so to compare the two is very extreme, and, and it shows that somebody actually doesn't know what apartheid is. Our guest is Dr. Mitch Glaser. He's the president of Chosen People Ministries. Mitch, you mentioned the Palestinians, and let, let's park on that just for a second. So often I think the media tries to portray things as black and white. To, to the average Palestinian uh, in Israel, it, does the average Palestinian have this hatred of the Jews, or, or is that fomented, and in, in, in is are, are those from Iran and, and other anti-Jewish uh, faiths, are, are they grabbing the headlines and, and getting the spotlight, so to speak? Yeah, it's it, it's been a concerted strategy that's pan-Arab, um, and um, and the do the ask yourself the question: Do the rest of the Arabs really like the Palestinians? other than the Jordanians, which is half Palestinian, looks to me like Egypt wasn't even letting the Palestinians who were trying to get out on the southern border, they weren't even letting them in. I mean, if if, if the Palestine, Palestinians were really loved, where where's the airlift from Iran? I mean, Iraq and Syria may not be able to do it, but where's the help to the Palestinians, you know? And uh, I, I don't think that the Palestinians have any love for the Arabs and the Arabs any love for the Palestinians. I think that they were probably pretty happy being uh, part of Israel. And, um, you know, being part of the modern state of Israel has all sorts of great advantages. It's, it's a first world medical system, first world university system. And all of these are benefits and blessings to Palestinians. Do the average Palestinians and the average Israelis hate each other? No, we all know where it's coming from. We all know it's from these extremist groups that have tried to take over the ideology and hearts of Palestinians. And uh, that's why when, whenever I say pray for the Middle East situation, I never say pray for the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. 
I never call it that. It's the conflict that Israel's having with Hamas or sometimes with the Palestinian Authority. I mean, it's there are political agendas that are that are at play here that, as usual, go way beyond the sensitivities, needs and understanding of average citizens. Again, Dr. Mitch Glaser, our guest from Chosen People Ministries. Mitch, you brought up some some interesting points there uh, regarding things we may, we may not be aware of because we get filtered information a lot from, from the mass media. Are there things that are going on, you think, that the United States of America needs to be aware of, the average citizen that is not in the mass media? Are there things that we need to be thinking about that we're not seeing or hearing, do you think? I think that we need to understand that uh, the, those who live in Gaza are being oppressed by Hamas. And we, everybody knows it, and everybody in Israel knows it, and they know it. And so um, we have to realize that I think America needs to support uh, Israel's efforts to deconstruct Hamas. And, I mean, just think of it. Uh, our president put says we're going we're gonna to give a whole bunch of money for aid and we're going to also try and get Egypt to open its southern border. And, and so what, what's happened? What's happened to what's happening to the aid? Hamas is, I mean, there are all sorts of safeguards, UNWRA, you know, the UN institution uh, that does relief, a very brave group of people. I, a lot of, particularly a lot of Christians don't like them because it's attached to the UN and the UN. I live in Manhattan. I live in New York, so I work in Manhattan. I pass the UN every day and I pray for the UN. And, uh, but, um, you know, some of these people are, are, are losing their lives, you know, uh, because they're, some of them are very, very idealistic and really want to serve, uh, but they can't because Hamas keeps taking the relief. <laughs> you know, I mean, so, it, you know, everybody, a lot of people are trying. You know, think about it. I mean, if you ever sat down with, uh, you know, a Palestinian mother of three kids who's and father who's trying to work and trying to make the best life for their children, uh, you would find so many similarities between uh, Americans and Israelis and these kinds of, uh, of people. It's not them. And I'm so sorry that some of them uh, get hurt in this process. And uh, but. Hamas is, Hamas is the problem. Uh, Hezbollah is the problem. And all those who support uh, these terrorist organizations, they are the problem. You know, Mike, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 9-11 veteran. Uh, and uh, I saw the smoke. I smelled the fires. Uh, I was on East 51st Street where our offices were. And, you know, downtown Manhattan, the financial district was not too far away. You could walk there. And I know I know what it means for terrorists to plan and to strategize and to mercilessly uh, kill uh, those who they disagree with, whether they be Israelis or whether they be from the West, you know, the great Satan. And 
I think that Americans need to understand that they need to parse between the innocent victims of these terrorist organizations and, and of course, uh, the terrorist organizations. Israel was just attacked in the same way as we were attacked in the U.S. and in New York City at 9-11. And, you know, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows but Jesus. We don't like to be compared. When we go through suffering, we don't want to be compared to anybody, do we? You know, it's our unique suffering, and and we can tell our husbands and our wives and our kids and God about it, but we don't want anybody comforting us and saying, well, you know, we know what it's like. Oh, gosh, no, you don't. Right, and yes. It's, it's a terrible kind of comfort, uh, but I will say that there are many similarities between 9-11 and uh, what happened to the Israelis on, on October 7th, and uh, were these caused by the average Palestinian? No, it was caused by terrorist groups that are on terrorist groups, according to the U.S. State Department. And we must understand that when we're when we're dealing with these people, and for me, for when I'm praying for these people, I'm praying number one for God's justice, and I'm praying secondly for God's mercy for those that will unfortunately be in the crossfire. There's always the people in the crossfire. Mike, and it just breaks my heart. Mm. Again, our guest, Dr. Mitch Glazer from Chosen People Ministries. As we prepare to close, Mitch, uh, you mentioned before uh, praying. We have a very eclectic audience. We have believers, non-believers. We have Jews, Gentiles. Uh, we have uh, one listener that uh, lived in Iraq during the Saddam Hussein area. We have people from all uh, backgrounds. and But I, I do want to ask you this question on behalf of people of faith listening today. How can we more intelligently, specifically, strategically pray for Israel at this point of time? I'll give you two or three quick ones. Number one, pray for the leadership of Israel. That includes Netanyahu, uh, Benny Gantz, they've just formed a unity government with uh, Lapid and others. And just pray for the leadership. They have to make decisions no human being should ever have to make. And it's just and it's just really traumatic. Number two, pray for the average Israelis because they've lost a lot of trust and faith in their government and in their leadership. So we need to pray for the leaders that they make the right decisions and pray for the people of Israel that they'll be able to have still have some confidence that their leaders can lead during this very difficult hour. And then third, please pray for the hostages. Uh, there are over 200, and we don't know how many are being killed. We don't know how they're being treated, but we have some idea. And uh, it's really terrible based upon the remains that were found in the kibbutzim, the collective farms uh, on the Gaza border and, and so on. And so pray for these people there and you can get their names uh, off the web. You can pray for them uh, individually and pray for the families that lost loved ones and that have folks kidnapped and then pray for us, pray for groups like chosen people ministries, because we are out trying to help people and we're not the only group by far. I mean, we're just one, one, one in a bunch, thankfully. And so, uh, and pray, I don't care who, who you are, you know, 
pray to uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's always a safe bet. And, uh, you know, and I think that's about it. Mike, I think that, uh, you know, prayer is really important. Can I just quote a psalm? Is that kosher? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want to respect the the differences uh, among your audience. Uh, So the psalmist said, Psalm 122, verse 6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem, if I can use a fancy uh, English literary term, is a metonymy. So it is it is a word that reflects the entirety of the nation, all of the Jewish people, and all the citizens of Israel. So pray for Jerusalem, for the peace of Jerusalem, the word shalom, what a beautiful word, and may they prosper who love thee. And so there's a, a, a an, an encouragement to pray, and there's a promise for those who pray, that they would have well-being in their own souls. It's not a material promise but well-being in their own souls when they pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So may I encourage all people to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And I know that God will hear your prayers. Dr. Mitch Glaser from Chosen People Ministries. Let me give you the website again, my friends, chosenpeople.com, chosenpeople.com. Mitch, it has been an honor and a privilege Thank you so much for visiting with us today, and uh, blessings upon you, my friend, and all that you're doing. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the opportunity.